Property Talk on the Tyne. Investment tips, stories and exciting guests with your host, Tony Fares. Hello and welcome to today's episode of Tony's Top Tips. Today's tip is all around trust. So for me, trust is granted, it's not earned like people say. That's bullshit in my opinion. And my main advice before we go and deep dive into this a little bit deeper is trust your gut feeling. If you trust yourself before you trust somebody else, there's not many things where you'll come off worse. Trust us. So I think how you place your trust in in property, um, it's probably one of the most important aspects of property investment, in my opinion, whether that's using the right sourcing agent to find your property, because if they don't, your prices could be completely wrong what you pay for it. Whether that's trusting a builder to do a refurbishment project and then ensuring that that comes in on time. Whether that's trusting a solicitor to get a property purchased through in 28 days because you're under strict auction conditions. So trust in property is a massive thing. And I think it's something that's generally overlooked, you know. People just take other people's recommendations without doing their own due diligence. And that can be dangerous. So if you trust the wrong person, then it can cost you thousands upon thousands of pounds, your hard-earned cash, and you, it'll make you wish you hadn't invested in the first place. So trust your gut, do due diligence on people, and hopefully it'll all play out right. Now, I feel blessed that I've worked in the property industry since I was 18. That's one of the main reasons that I have a number of contacts who I know and trust. And for me, these relationships have been built over a long time period. So if I talk you through my portfolio, so I've been buying now for around about 19 months. Um, actually, it could be 20. We'll just hit October. Um, and for me, the guys who do all the refurbishments for me are the same guys who've been working for my estate agency for seven years. And that people who've worked in my own home, I trust them to work on my investment properties. If they ring me and say something needs sorted, I'll take their word and I will trust them to a degree. I will always check their work, by the way. I'll caveat that but. You have to have a degree of trust, but it also comes with building that relationship over a period of time, getting more comfortable with people once you know more about them. So one of the things when talking to clients, I actually find a lot of them have doubts over who they deal with, um, whether that be estate agents, and they are often voted the most distrusted profession in the UK. So I can see where that comes from, whether it's property sources, um, because a number of those have been sold the dream job on a course, and many of them haven't bought or sold themselves. And some of them try and sell deals in the northeast from London, which, I'll be honest with you, if they're not based on the ground in the local area, then you can't trust that word, especially if they're not from the local area. Or it could even be tradesmen who they have a lot of doubts over. Um, you know, as a group of people without banning, you know, putting them all in the same sort of group. Tradesmen are notoriously bad timekeepers. They're not the most organised of people in my experience. So, you know, a lot of them do have, a lot of my clients do have concerns over who they're dealing with, and, you know, very rightly so. So, like you say, just be careful. Um, I'd always, like I say, suggest you trust your gut feeling when dealing with anybody. And don't just trust anyone. Don't listen to someone's recommendation. Ask for examples of their work. Ask for deals that they've sourced in the past. Ask the solicitor if they're prepared to do a no fee if they don't complete 28 days. Cover your backside. Um, 
So one example is, so for example, if an agent tries to sell you an investment, then don't just listen to the, the conversation you have with them. Verify the rental income they're telling you that it's going to be worth. With a second or even a third agent, if a deal's package, if a deal packager, sorry, tries to sell you a deal, then do your own research and don't rely on their comparable sales information. And like I say, if it is a tradesman, look at previous examples of the work they've done. And don't forget the internet is a wonderful place to research people. One quick search on Google or the many review sites, and you'll have an idea if anything negative has been written about them. And that's something that you can bring up as a, as a conversation starter. Look, I'm really interested in using your book. I've seen this review. Would you mind explaining it? In any professional, no matter what industry they're in, we've all have negative feedback. You can't please all the people all the time. It's just part and parcel of business. People are different. People clash. Things go wrong. It's human error. But I think challenging someone on a negative review can tell you a lot more about the person, especially depending on how they handle that. So if you challenge us on one of the negative reviews that we've had across our Fairs Estates Facebook page, um, there's a a gentleman with, a, with an Asian name who said, and by all means, check this, who said that he would never use us ever again and would cost him money. Now, the story behind that was we had it, took an offer from him. The vendor chose to accept it. We then went back through the, the other viewings on that particular property to ensure I had the best price. And a higher offer came through. Now, this gentleman hadn't sale agreed the property. He hadn't provided proof of funds. He hadn't instructed solicitors, and the property was not off the market. But he decided to go ahead and pay his broker a survey fee and an application fee. Um, obviously, he got the survey fee back, but he didn't get his application fee back. The broker said he would transfer it onto a different property. So he didn't actually lose money, but he tried to put all the blame on us. Now, you know, there's a very easy explanation for that. But if you read the actual review online, it doesn't tell you the true story. So again, as I've said all along, and just to summarize everything here, you grant trust to people. Trust is not earned. You can earn more trust over time. But again, trust your gut feeling. That's good. If you've got a bad feeling when you're talking to someone or you're trying to do some business, just trust your gut. There'll be plenty more opportunities. There's plenty more builders. There's plenty more solicitors out there or plenty more fish in the sea, as they say. So trust your gut. Don't just jump in two feet. Do your due diligence on anyone you're going to be working with and you'll find you make less and less mistakes as time goes on. If you are struggling and you want recommendations for who you can use from a legal point, a financial services point, or a sourcing point, whether that's local or national, by all means reach out. I'm happy to put you in touch with people who I know and trust. And if I haven't used someone or I'm not aware of them professionally, I wouldn't recommend someone. So by all means reach out. I hope you found this tip useful. I hope you go with me advice and trust your gut. And I hope most of all you have a great day. Property Talk on the Tyne. Investment tips, stories and exciting guests with your host, Tony Fares.